I think we take advantage. I, maybe to take advantage. We take for granted. That's probably a better way to put it. We take for granted how good you are and how much we have that is directly from you. Lord, may we not for the point of feeling shame, but just to recognize your love for us and your goodness to us. May we recognize your generosity. And Lord, as we emulate you and we give of our of what we have received, Lord, we ask you to bless those gifts. Whether it's for our food pantry, a vineyard food assistance, whether it's our, our giving fund, where we want to bless um, folks with special needs that, that we uh, become aware of, or whether it's just the, the day-to-day operations of, of your church here, Omaha Vineyard Church. Lord, we ask you to bless the gifts that we give. Amen. Amen. We're going to start here in just a moment. Hmm. Well, good morning again. Uh, my name is Saul Cruz, uh, lead pastor at Omaha Vineyard Church, and uh, it's good to be with you. Uh, today we're starting a new series, and uh, I wish I could I, I could throw it up there. It, it's uh, we're calling it "Engaging in Risk" uh, through the Gospel of Luke, and Liz did a great job of creating an image that um, reminds us of Star Wars and Star Trek, with it looks like the canopy from the Millennium Falcon and the light speed and says engage like uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard would, would uh, uh, say to get the ship flying. But um, the, the, the gospel of Luke, <clears throat> so God has revealed himself to us. He, he's been revealing himself to humankind throughout history. And we can experience the revelation of God directly. And we can also experience the revelation of God through his written word. And um, the book of Luke is written, the author's name is Luke, that's why it's, it's uh, called that. So I'm going to read Luke 1, verses 1 through 4, just as an introduction to what the purpose of this book is. So here we go. Many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They use the eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write a careful account for you, most honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. So the, the, we can read between the lines a little bit there, right? So everything you were taught. So this is a, a person that would have, have known about Jesus. And it's interesting that the name Theophilus can be like a code name for anyone who is a lover of God or a friend of God. So it could have been somebody named Theophilus. It could also be a, a, a little code word for um, people that are searching for the truth, right, or searching for um, who God is. And <clears throat> God does reveal himself. You know, the person of Jesus is a revelation of God. 
as well as Scripture uh, as a revelation of God. And as we begin the study through the book of Luke, we're going to focus on the, the humble obedience and risk-taking of Jesus and his disciples. And we want to position ourselves to receive his revelation of himself and to have our mindsets challenged about who we understand God to be and how he works. And it's interesting, I, I, in you know, studying and, and pre- preparation, sometimes I'll get verses that I get reminded of, and I was reminded of this one. Proverbs 25.2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. So we get to search out um, to try and understand or at least be exposed to the revelation of, of God as he, his desire is that we would be with him, right, and be in relationship with him. So let me pray real quick, and then we'll jump into um, Luke chapter 2. We're going to be looking at verses 41 through 52. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your revelation that you pursue us and that you you don't pursue us to get us to do what you want to do, but you just want to, you want us to receive the fullness of unity with you, of, of, of relationship and of love. And yeah, your plan for our lives. There's nothing that we could... Um, think of to do that you that would be bigger than what you would have planned for us. So Lord, we say yes. We open our ourselves to your revelation. Speak to us this morning. May it be your words. Amen. All right. So <clears throat> let's take a look. So we're going to be looking at uh, Luke chapter 2 and this is like the only other than uh, Jesus' birth, this is like the only scriptures where it talks about like young Jesus, right? Like we've had, we had those, those series like young Sherlock Holmes and, and young Indiana Jones, <laughs> you know, the, the, the origin stories. And this is, this is a passage that's very uh, unique where Luke, and, and you know, it's, I wonder, I wonder, you know, he does all this research, right? He's, he says at, at the very beginning, to, to present to Theophilus a, um, an account that is investigated and true. And maybe he, he went and visited Mary, the mother of Jesus. He's like, tell me about it. And she's like, oh, let me tell you this one time. <laughs> and so here we go. Uh, Luke chapter 2, verse uh, 41. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And I'm just going to, we'll just take little breaks here. So, in Deuteronomy 16.16, so this is part of the law, right? Each year, every man in Israel must celebrate these three festivals. The festival of unleavened bread, which would be the Passover. The festival of harvest and the festival of shelters, or the festival of booths or tabernacles. On each of these occasions, all men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he chooses, but they must not appear before the Lord without a gift for him. And then Deuteronomy goes on to talk about gifts and that, that kind of thing. So as good Jewish 
people and parents. Verse 41 says, Every year Mary and Joseph went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And it's interesting, I had my commentary says this, it seems clear that by the first century, even for Palestinian Jews, custom had often reduced the observance to one annual journey. So we, we know from Scripture that uh, Joseph and Mary uh, are raising Jesus in Nazareth in Galilee, which is you know, north of the city of Jerusalem. So do they, did I make that journey three times a year? But it does say that every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. I'll go into verse 42. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the uh, celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers, but when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. So the, the community in Nazareth, it, it was like that, that time several years ago when a bunch of us drove across Iowa to a, a regional vineyard uh, conference that was happening in, in Dubuque on, on the eastern, is that, is that, maybe, Davenport, that's what it was, Davenport. So... <clears throat> We, maybe we head back, and it's like, oh, Carly, she's, she must be in the other car. We're just having such a good time, and oh, she, she's traveling with her friends, and then we stop at a Red Robin or whatever to have dinner. It's like, where's Carly? What? <laughs> so we got every, every parent's worst nightmare, right? Um, <clears throat> you, you figure, you know, you, I remember there was a, like a, a church where we went to that, that did camping, right? And, and one of the kids from one family w went off with another family, and, but the, the kid's parents didn't know, didn't know. So all of a sudden, the, the realization hits, Jesus is not with us. We've traveled like a whole day. Ugh. Okay, so here we go. What happens next? Verse 45. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. So it's interesting that... Uh, at, Again, I got this from my commentary. At festival times, rabbis found appreciative audiences for their instruction in the temple courts. So on this occasion, Jesus was found sitting at the feet of such rabbis. That makes sense, right? So if, if you're only coming to the, the temple, the big temple in, in Jerusalem, once a year, or maybe even you know three times a year, the rabbis get to discuss you know, spiritual things, and we're, let's, let's talk about the history of the Passover, and what's it mean now, and all these things. And Jesus' power of comprehension, his intelligence and understanding, and not just his questions, but his answers, they amazed the, the rabbis, the, the teachers, the religious scholars, the PhDs of the time at the temple. 
But for, for us parents, we're still like, what's going on? What happened here? So we have a very understandable, very natural, very human uh, verse in Luke 2, chapter, uh, verse 48. His parents, oh no, yeah. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. That's probably the best case scenario, right? <laughs> Three days they've been, they've been looking in Jerusalem. So, so, you know, one day on the road and then three days in Jerusalem, they're, they're looking for Jesus. They're 12-year-old boy, right? I don't know if they've got other kids at this point. They probably do. But their oldest son, I mean, this is like, it, it, they're remembering, you know, the, the angel's message. This is going to be the, the, the king. And they're like, Whoa, we lost the king? <laughs> so here we have uh, Jesus' response. In verses uh, 49 and 50. But why did you need to search? He asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. So, uh, a little bit of context. Again, in one of my commentaries, it says it was at the age of 13 that Jewish boys became sons of the law and assumed adult responsibilities. And that would include the ability to uh, enter the temple. And the commentary went on to say that sometimes, you know, a year or two before then, they would gain special access. So Jesus, during the Passover celebration, finds himself in Jerusalem. The Temple courts are open for people to you know, talk with the rabbis, and he chooses to be there in his father's house. So Jesus' response implies that his parents should not have been looking all over Jerusalem for Jesus, but they should have known where he would be because of who he was. The son would be found in the father's house. So, <clears throat> rather, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, um, parents and, and children relations <laughs> in terms of this in, in just a second. But for the moment... <clears throat> This whole series is about engaging in risk and in, in faith. So where, where's the faith and the risk in this passage so far, right? So we've got a young man, 12-year-old boy, stays in the big city by himself. That's taking a risk. Um, we've got, again, this young boy going to the temple to not only listen but also answer and ask questions with the religious teachers. That's, that wouldn't necessarily have been um, expected. The, the rabbis and the teachers of the day were amazed by his comprehension, by his understanding. 
But maybe, maybe it was a risk to, for, for Jesus to do that alone. Doesn't have his father with him. Doesn't have his mother with him. Um, but here's kind of the big one. Stepping into his role of being about his father's business above all else. Jesus was so secure in being God's beloved. He was so comfortable being loved by God, so confident of God's promises, that he trusted and put his faith in being where the truth was being sought after. He was in the temple discussing the truth about God and the kingdom of heaven and not traveling back to Nazareth with his family and the other travelers. So even at the age of 12, Jesus was choosing to follow the Father rather than fit into expected social norms. And again, one of the things that, that we value here at the Vineyard is that everyone gets to play, regardless of of age. Youth, children, adults, sages. Our culture and our society may have boxes that they expect us to fit in. And Jesus stepped out in faith and engaged risk to be who he was. And, and like he told his parents, where else would you, the son belongs in the father's house. So let, let's get some closure on, on the uh, preteen runaway story. So <laughs> uh, Luke 2, uh, verses 51 and 52. Then he, Jesus, returned to Nazareth, with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. <laughs> Why would you do this to us? Oh, has anyone asked that question of God this last year? Or this last week? Why would you do this to us? Jesus is who he is. God is who he is. And I think, you know, this engaging in risk series, actually this whole year is going to be kind of that you know, risk-focused. And we talked last week about how putting our faith in God's love for us, that's really stepping out in faith, and that's that's... You know, that's where the, the risk comes in. Um, can we trust God? The answer is yes. So <clears throat> we got two things I want, I want us to consider after having, you know, digested this, this, this short young Jesus story. Number one. Where might you go if it wasn't for the opinions of others? What might you do? Or what might you say? Or what questions might you ask as a son or daughter of your heavenly father? 
are the opinions of others about your age or your gender or your nationality or your style or your politics keeping you from stepping out in faith of God's love for you? God is at work all around us. And his plans include inviting you to participate with him in binding up the enemy and returning health and healing and sight and freedom and love to the people around you. Will you engage risk like 12-year-old Jesus did to be who the Father says you are? Number two, we at the Vineyard value diversity. This impacts our choices to make space for one another and to show love to one another. It is this value of diversity, it's from this value of diversity that we get our statement, everyone gets to play. Have there been people that didn't fit into our expected societal norms that you put in a box? Could there have been gifts from God at work in our midst, but we dismiss them because it wasn't manifested from the right person? Right? She's too young. He's too old. They're too weird. They're too loud. They're too, you know, Have we ever assumed that someone could not possibly be what God made them to be because they're not like me? Jesus says to us, they will know you are my disciples by your love for one another. Will you engage in risk of being open to work alongside anyone regardless of age, or any other differentiator in your kingdom activities. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K is a foundational saying in the Vineyard Movement. As we follow the trajectory of Scripture, the life of Jesus and the disciples, we see a glowing thread of humble obedience and risk-taking that leads to miracles and kingdom breakthrough. The Spring Valley Plaza needs kingdom miracles and kingdom breakthrough. The city of Omaha needs God's miracles and kingdom breakthrough. The state of Nebraska, the Midwest, the U.S., North America, the continents. Hmm? The Martians? Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Well, maybe, maybe just, I, you know, I, I noticed that when I, when I say the, the word, the world, I don't always think of the, it meaning the people, but that's, that's, that's what it should mean. I, I need to, to make that distinction between let's you know this swirling ball of of uh, matter. No, it's the, the world is the people, and the our world 
needs to know Jesus, to, be, to know his love, to know that they have been offered salvation, and to experience the incredible hope and joy and freedom of being his child and, and knowing our identity and operating in that, in faith. Pray with me as we close here. Lord, as we, as we come to you and we hold our hands open as a position of, of um, humility, desiring what you desire to give to us and, and being willing to let you, you know, take away from us what it is you want to take away from us, Lord. Lord, I, I want more than ever that my life purpose is to be obedient to you and to bring you glory. By your Holy Spirit within me, confirm your love for me. Father, tell me who I am. I want to know your love. I want to trust you. I want to want what you want for my life. I will put my faith in your love for me and humbly obey your invitation to join in the kingdom work that you have for me, regardless of my age, and regardless of what others' opinions of me may be. And Lord, grant me the eyes to see your gifts in others. Children, youth, adults, sages, um, as well as people that don't look like me and aren't like me. That I would, I would say, I put my faith in you who love me to risk including them in my kingdom activities. We want to see your kingdom come. And your kingdom, as you say, is all nations, all tribes, all languages. If it just looked like us, it would be boring. You are not boring. <laughs> you are infinitely creative and infinitely generous. Lord, may we, may we open ourselves to your revelation of who you are and who you made us to be and your glory and your generosity all around the world with all people. We take leaps of faith this year to engage risk, engage with others, and see miracles happen. Amen. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm going to pronounce our blessing, and then we'll open it up for um, ministry time. And yeah, if if you're feeling challenged uh, to an area that um, scares you, uh, let's, pray, let's pray about that. And if you're 
excited about something. Let's celebrate with you and, and, and give praise to God about that as well. All right, so here's our blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen.